when the end, when the end, What is up, everybody? Welcome, friends, fellow wisdom seekers, fellow truth seekers, everybody. Welcome to the Brave New World Order. Stray out the dungeons of podcasting. I am Brandon Saint One. Thank you all so much for joining me for this episode. We are going to talk about some current events. We're going to talk about how the military industrial complex and the leaders of this world seem to want to usher in World War III. We'll talk about the state of Israel and how they seem to not want to let up on their plans. They are hell-bent on fulfilling a prophecy. And you know what? So are all the other guys, too. They each want to fulfill their own prophecy as they believe it was written thousands of years ago. So we will get into all of this. But real quick, you know, I'm always talking about how the people run in this place, this world, this realm. They will do whatever they want. They're running a script, and they use religion, they use the Bible, they use whatever they can. They use atheism, they try to get people away from God, they use that, they use scientism to achieve goals like that, and it's all manipulations across the board. Which group are you a part of? And if you pick your team, you pick your side, and it doesn't align with the other side and the other teams then you must probably hate the other people because their ideas are foolish and they must be crazy for believing in such fantasies and fairy tales. And it can be used for each group. It can be used for the atheists, the scientism worshipers, and it can be used also for religions, all of them. And most definitely, if you don't fall into any group or category and don't identify as one of these groups or pick a team or a side on every single issue, then you will be ostracized too. But at least this way, if you question everything and think for yourself, then you're most likely guarded from holding all this hate in your heart for everybody else and what they believe. I don't hold any hate or any type of resentment in my heart or anything for any group of people because I know they're being led astray. And it could happen from a young age. You can be in a religion that's extreme and oppressive, that causes trauma. You could be part of a cult or part of a terrorist organization because your family was blown up by drone strikes and you want revenge. But also at the same time, people can be part of a religion and be part of a community and their life can be great and they can thrive in those environments and they could be surrounded by love. I just think all this stuff that's happening right now currently is definitely the manipulation tactics that go back thousands of years. If you're new to this podcast, go back and listen to The Gods of Eden, parts one, two, and three. But I talk about this stuff a lot throughout this whole podcast since I started it and how everything is manipulation tactics, psychology, and it's witchcraft, black magic, fuckery. Everything from the money systems 
to the media and it's brainwashing, it's mind control. You don't need to completely do MK Ultra on somebody to control them. You use psychology. And that's what's going on right now. Let's take a listen to Netanyahu, the Prime Minister of Israel, and how he is referencing the Bible and Amalek. And this goes back thousands of years, and they must not forget that if your heart has been hardened enough that you believe you are God's chosen people, and you are entitled to that land, these are powerful words to say to get people riled up. Let's take a listen. You must remember what Amalek has done to you, says our Holy Bible. And we do remember and we are fighting our brave troops and combatants who are now in Gaza or around Gaza and in all other regions in Israel are joining this chain of Jewish heroes, a chain that has started 3,000 years ago from Joshua ben Nun until the heroes of 1948, the Six-Day War, the 70th October war and all other wars in this country are hero troops. They have one supreme main goal to completely defeat the murderous enemy and to guarantee our existence in this country. We've always said never again, never again is now. So I think that's pretty interesting that he's referencing thousands of years ago, the Amalekites. So I wanted to dive in to who they were exactly and who Amalek was himself. Amalek was a nation in the Hebrew Bible that was described as a staunch enemy of the Israelites. Amalek, the founder of the Amalekites, was the grandson of Esau. And Esau's father was Isaac, who is famously known for almost being sacrificed by Abraham on Mount Moriah, but he didn't do it, but he was about to. And then God popped out and said, ha, I can't believe you were actually going to go through with it. I was just messing with you. Jeez, you people really will do anything in the name of God. So after that whole ordeal, Isaac inherited the birthright from Abraham. Isaac had two sons, twin sons, Jacob and Esau. And when Abraham was going to pass away, he had to pass the birthright along to one of his sons. Jacob ended up with the birthright due some deception and some fuckery and his own willingness to throw away or sell his birthright for some soup. I think that is why Esau went and through his descendants started his own bloodline, which were the Amalekites. And they were the sworn enemy of the Israelites, which Jacob in his later years changed his name to Israel. And he had 12 descendants that became the tribes of Israel. It's all very interesting stuff. And the story between Jacob and Esau goes pretty deep. But the short and long of it is that there's these two twins. One was born first. That's Esau. Jacob was the second one born. And they both wanted the birthright the blessing from their father, who was Isaac. And then when he was about to die, Isaac was going to choose Esau. But Esau already made a deal with Jacob because he was starving one day and said he would give up his birthright for a bowl of soup. 
They made that deal. Because of that deal, Esau was frowned upon and is still frowned upon because he was willing to just throw away his birthright just like that. But also, when Isaac was on his deathbed, his wife heard him talking to Esau and how he was going to give him the birthright as soon as he went out and gathered all the ingredients for a nice stew and came back, prepared it, they were going to do the blessing. Rachel, Isaac's wife, heard this. She believed that Jacob should be the one that received the birthright. So when Esau was out gathering all the ingredients, she took Jacob aside and they put together a plan where he was going to go in and talk to Isaac and pretend that he's Esau all covered up in lambskins and disguised. And that's exactly what he did. And he received a birthright from Isaac, and it created all sorts of problems between these two brothers. Another little interesting side note is that Esau was born with red hair, while his twin brother didn't. I thought that was just an interesting bit of information. So this little dispute between the two brothers led to all types of problems. But throughout these problems, Esau had a child out of wedlock, and that child's name was Eliphaz. And then that child had a son named Amalek, and that's where the Amalekites come in. So it seems like Esau passed down his disdain to his kids, and then they passed it down to their kids. And these people were always at each other's necks. And it seems like that to this day, if they actually are like the blood and descendants of these people, probably not. They're probably just using these tales and these stories to further an agenda. So that's how we get Amalek. And Amalek means, supposedly, and this is from Wikipedia, According to some rabbinical interpretations, Amalek means a people who lick blood. And in the Bible, God commands the Israelites to kill all the Amaleks, men, women, children. I talked about this in the Gods of Eden, but also in my episode called Yahweh, the Great Deceiver. Go listen to that. I just wanted to explore the possibility that this God, Yahweh, Jehovah, like William Bramley talks about, isn't quite what people think. It seems like a bloodthirsty demon to me. But at the same time, according to the Bible, the Amalekites are a people who lick blood. So it's all muddied up as usual. It's hard to tell who are the good guys, the bad guys. Maybe there are no good guys and bad guys. That's the thing. It's the hardening of hearts on both sides to pit everybody against one another. And if you go and you kill all of your enemies, men, women, children, there's no record of them and what they truly believe. You can just go tell everybody that they kill babies or they drink blood or they behead babies. That's exactly what's going on now with all this wartime propaganda. They're saying Hamas went in and beheaded babies, and then they go and kill 8,000 plus. It's probably more now. The last time I checked, it was almost 9,000 people killed in Gaza. 
probably a lot of innocent men, women, and children, probably a lot of babies, and they're going to get on the news, and they're going to try to tell you that you have to pick a side one way or the other, because the other people, the others, are animals. And Netanyahu has called them that, too. And people justify, they say, oh, they voted for Hamas in Palestine, so they deserve it. That's kind of messed up way of thinking, too. I mean, we vote in our people here, too. I mean, maybe. It's probably not real, but the world and most people think that elections are real. So everybody thinks that we voted in our leadership here and what our leadership has done to the world and to destabilize countries. Then the same line of thinking could be justified by some maniac or terrorist group or just some regular everyday schmo who lives in one of these countries, they might think just like that too. They voted in these people. They deserve it. It's not a good way to think and to be twisted up into consenting for murder of children, of innocent civilians, of women, men, everybody, hospitals, churches being blown up, ancient thousand-year-old churches getting blown up. It's all so very sad. It really is. I really do stand with the people of the countries all over this world, every country, the people that are just like us, probably like you listening to this, that just want to live their lives and don't want to be strung along by all these maniacs with all their agendas and psychological mindfuckery where they're trying to get people to consent to killing children. But it was commanded in the Bible thousands of years ago. So it's okay, I guess, right? I don't know. It's all so very messed up. I don't know where it's going to go. I don't have the answers. I'm just going to keep doing my thing. Because if you don't follow people in idol worship, then you won't fall into the traps. And you won't consent to murder and atrocities and just horrible things. Because they are unrelenting. And they have an agenda and they are going to go and push that agenda forward no matter what. And they'll do stuff. They'll do events, flags that aren't true, flags that are the opposite of true to catch my drift, to get consent. Just like 9-11, the borders have been wide open for how long now? How many people here in the United States anyway that have had their hearts hardened? And they have a bad agenda on their mind. They could be here waiting. Who knows? They're already talking about it in the media. Possibly setting something up. So who knows? Just be safe out there. And it definitely seems like Israel, Netanyahu, he's not letting up at all. He is not going to even entertain a possible ceasefire. Take a listen to this clip here. I want to make clear Israel's position regarding the ceasefire. Just as the United States would not agree to a ceasefire after the bombing of Pearl Harbor or after the terrorist attack of 9-11, Israel will not agree to a cessation of hostilities with Hamas after the horrific attacks of October 7th. Calls for a ceasefire are calls for Israel to surrender to Hamas, to surrender to terrorism, to surrender to barbarism. That will not happen. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says that there is a time for peace 
and a time for war. This is a time for war, a war for our common future. Today we draw a line between the forces of civilization and the forces of barbarism. It is a time for everyone to decide where they stand. Israel will stand against the forces of barbarism until victory. I hope and pray that civilized nations everywhere will back this fight. Because Israel's fight is your fight. Because if Hamas and Iran's axis of evil win, you will be their next target. That's why Israel's victory will be your victory. But make no mistake, regardless of who stands with Israel, Israel will fight until this battle is won. And Israel will prevail. May God bless Israel. And may God bless all those who stand with Israel. You see how it works? The psychological mindfuckery that I talk about, how Israel's victory is your victory, because if they lose, then Hamas will come into your house and they will own it and they'll sleep in your bed and use your oven to make shakshuka. So Israel must win maniacs running all these countries, all these heads of state. I feel bad for everybody, even Americans. We are under the thumb of all these psychopaths. So when I criticize the state of Israel, I'm not criticizing Jewish people. Just like when I criticize the maniac who runs North Korea, I'm not criticizing North Koreans. I actually feel for those people too, and I hope one day they are free. It's all of us. We are all in this together, but our leaders are fucking mental. And a lot of people agree. Take a listen to this rabbi, Jewish rabbi, and what his thoughts are on the state of Israel. Which is causing this conflict. The state of Israel does not represent all Jews and certainly does not represent the Jewish religion. According to Jewish religion, all of this is criminal. All of this is forbidden. Basics of Jewish belief teaches that Jews are in, in a divinely de decreed exile, we are even forbidden to create a sovereignty for ourselves. But especially when this is by killing, stealing, oppressing an entire people, this is not only criminal according to international law, this is a true violation of Judaism. And still, those people who choose not to follow Judaism, misuse that very same religion to justify all those crimes forbidden in Judaism. The root cause is this criminal occupation which is oppressing an entire people. We have to end this occupation in its entirety. If people will ask me my advice, the leaders of Israel should wake up tomorrow morning and step out of the Knesset and return the land back to indigenous population. I guarantee peace. Yo, those are some pretty powerful words from a Jewish man himself. I'm not saying I agree with him. I don't know all enough about it to be calling for the complete removal of Israel as a state. I think it's fine. They could be a state, but how about just not be evil and corrupt like most of the other states in the world? including the United States. So I thought that was an interesting clip. I like to hear all different perspectives and ideas, and I wanted to share that with you. 
And I hope that you have an open mind as well to be able to handle thoughts like that without flipping out and calling somebody a Nazi or anti-Semitic. You know, the hot button terms they use to demonize everybody if you just ask questions or you don't fall in line one way or the other. So those are my thoughts. I've been thinking about this a lot and I just kind of wanted to rant and rave a little bit, share some clips with you and say what I always say that I stand by and with everybody on this planet, on this earth, wherever we are, whatever this realm really is and who's controlling it, if it is even being controlled or if that's part of the PSYOP to keep us occupied and to keep people like me continuously going down the rabbit hole, trying to find some answers. It's all part of the game. Don't hate the player, hate the game, I guess, right? But I think I've said enough for this episode. Thank you all for coming along with me on this journey, just trying to work out what's going on in this reality. If you like this episode, please like, share, subscribe, leave a review. And if you listen on Spotify, head over there. There will be a Q&A. Participate in the conversation. Answer the q and I love hearing from you all. And I think it gives a little boost to the show for it to be discovered in the algorithm. I don't know. But thank you all once again. If you want to help the show, there are a couple links in the show notes. And you could always reach out just to say what's up. You could email me, the Brave New World Order Podcast at gmail.com. Follow me on X at Brave NWO Podcast. I love hearing from all of you. I will be back very soon. But in the meantime, stay positive, question everything, think for yourselves. Much love, everybody. Peace out.